Hello, welcome to another episode of the Wills of Grace podcast where we talk about how to keep rolling on in our daily lives. I'm Ashley. And I'm Nora. And I'm Sergio, the good-looking Mexican guy in the wheelchair from Yuma. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So we want to share some of the things we've done this week first. First, let's talk about the thing we just did. Oh, okay. Talk about the thing we just did. So we just... What did we just do? (laughs) (laughs) Did you forget? Well, no. I grilled... And then I can remember making hamburger patties and putting it on the... Oh, okay. no, that's not what you're talking about. Yes, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, your hamburgers are good. Oh, I know my hamburgers are good. Go ahead. <laughs> you do make really good hamburgers. So the thing we just did was we were just a guest speaker on another podcast. Um, we've, I found this lady on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She has a podcast called Woe of Inspiration, and I think we're going to be on... Monday. So we recorded tonight, and I think she's going to post our interview on Monday. Mm-hmm. So we will share that with you as soon as it's live. Um, if you want to check her out, Wove yeah, we'll Inspiration. Yeah, she yeah. was really spunky. She was really, she was really nice, and mm-hmm. she really enjoyed us and our story. And she said that she loved the podcast she listened to. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And I think that'd be cool if we could do more stuff like that, where we get to be interviewed yeah. by other people because it was a little different than us just talking here yeah no, it, it was, was. It was and good. i and she really kept us engaged and so much so that she um we profess to be family members now so oh we, yeah she yeah, invited she, us into our, her, her family. family so that that was pretty that was <laughs> pretty fun yeah so but, yeah now we ended up finding out that we have an audience now in houston texas <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting i can't i can't wait to um see the outcome of that but we really enjoyed that Yes. Yeah, we want to do more stuff like that, and we keep trying to figure out ways to do it, and I just happened to find her on Twitter, and I tweeted at her. Look at that. Go, Ashley. I know. Yeah, making I have to do everything. Like I know. She yeah, does. Yeah. But you know I you're know. so good at it. But without it. you doing that, we don't have anything. Yeah. You know? we went, so, the wheels wouldn't keep yeah. just rolling. I know. Yeah. Do. I wish I had more time to do more stuff. Hey, I, I think it's okay. You got my vote to quit working. You know, I'm okay <laughs> with that. You know? Okay, but who's going to pay my bills? Hey, who says Apparently that? It just that happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've had some pretty good Okay, so this, this week. week, what happened? We, we went to Elitch's. We went to Elitch's. Which is a theme park in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably one of the bigger ones. It's in the middle of Denver, Colorado. Yeah. So it's right next to the Denver Stadium where the Denver Broncos play right across the street. Okay, and, so you know, the Nuggets are on the other, uh, other side at the Pepsi Center. But, but tell them what you rode. What kind of a ride did you ride? Well, first I rode, um, what was it called? The Ghost Shooter? The, the Ghost, the ghost Phantom? The Ghost Blaster. <laughs> the Ghost Phantom. He's making yeah. up names here. Yeah, so it wasn't too bad of a ride. I wouldn't say that it was one of the thrill kind of rides, you know, that when you get off of it, you're like, I want to do this, you know, again, or I don't ever want to ride that ride again. Okay, so he rode it to ride with his 10-year-old daughter because yes. she was begging Daddy to get on the yes. ride. And um, I I already, you know, as she told me that, I get pretty good at, you know, just looking at, you know, hey, if I get through that line, I get up to the front, can I get into the little cart? And um, I had already noticed, and I go, oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to get in there because, you know, these little carts, you sit in them, two people in the front, two in the back, and there's just enough of wide opening in between, you know, where your legs go through to be able to sit on the seats. So, and it was high enough to where it was just at the point where I go, Ooh, I might struggle, you know? Um, and, and, you know, not only just throwing myself up there, but also making sure that nothing falls off, you know? So (laughs) those are always a hard combination to go through, but because, well, because she said, let's do it, you know? And 
I, I remember when we went up to the front, I noticed that there was one of them that had a part that opened up mm -hmm. and there was a key that you'd have to put into it. And it's like, like the car, the side of the car would open up, which made it easier to um, get on. So, so I was like, Sergio's pretty Man. observant of ways <laughs> to get on things. He oh, has, yeah. I didn't even notice it. He notices. Well, but then this was the other headache. Well, at that point, I figured there was going to be no headache. So get on this thing. You know, I'm going to be the hero. I'm going to shoot all the um, laser ghost, tag kind of ghosts. Ghost, right? yep, yep. But what I noticed as soon as I started, um, I got close enough where the two workers talking to themselves. And I saw one of the workers jingling with their keys, um, <laughs> looking at the other one and having this uh -oh. look like, uh-oh. We're in trouble. And I just looked down and I go, I don't got the key. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do? And I already had committed. You know, but by this point, I'm all the way at the front of the line. The line is behind me, you know, and they're all waiting for me to get on. And it took us five, ten minutes. Yeah, you know, a couple roughly. attempts. Oh, yeah. Even there. to the point where you were going to record it. And we were like, yeah, this is a good thing. No, to I where... was going to give up. I was going to say, like, forget the ride. Yeah. But anyways. Well, but what happened is you had to stop and literally push me into it. I did. You know, yeah. so you even even when it gets crazy out there and I'm 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 thinking, yeah, I'm going to do this gung ho. You're always there to catch me. I did. I shoved You're my hero. But tell me about the other ride you rode. Oh, that one. The brain drain. The brain, the brain drain. drain. Okay. All right. So hold on. Hold on. So before we could actually tell them what it was, somebody has to tell them what is the ride. Okay, so it's like a big roller coaster, and it's a big circle. Yeah, it's a it's a circle. So it's a roller coaster that just goes in a circle. So it goes forward and backwards, and it goes upside down, and occasionally it stops, and it just leaves you hanging there upside down. So Sergio is paraplegic. He has no control of his legs, and he decides to get on a ride that's going to hang him up side down in, little, in the in, in the, the air, air probably what what would you say Honey, 100 it, feet it, in the air no, or even it's more ridiculous oh, i yeah. was more okay yeah. so ashley is usually pretty good about if dad wants to do it dad's gonna do it well what you don't know is when you decided and i found that there was a handicap way to get on it you took off and she came up to me and she goes i don't really feel good about this one normally i do mom but i'm really worried about dad riding this one she did not okay want you to i ride was this worried one. okay i've never worried about dad riding rides because i used to be a child <laughs> okay and now i worry about myself riding rides so of course i'm gonna worry about him riding rides because i'm no longer a child and when i ride the kitty rides with my one-year-old child my head hurts all day long yeah. so yeah, exactly. the older you get and okay did you hear that kid there's a kid working at Elitch's and he was saying something about the rides and he goes yeah I'm really dreading the day when I can no longer ride rides oh yes and I, it's true and I looked at him and I said yeah you will dread that day because I have reached that day and it is not, <laughs> not fun. fun. Okay. And that is why I was concerned because I know how I feel all day after I ride a ride. Well, I wasn't really concerned as to how he would feel. I was more concerned of the fact that his legs could dangle. So the way that it was set up, though, and where he was sitting is my niece was actually in front of him and I had texted her. Sit in front of your uncle because if his legs start to come down, you need to hold them. Which is what I saw from way up there. He was hanging. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And I could see his legs start to go. And she reached and held it down. So we sur he survived the brain drain. How was it? We didn't go. How yeah, was the how brain drain? I got to tell you that it was awesome. It was <laughs> He's awesome. crazy. I would it not was, consider it It was it one awesome. of those rides where... 
you know, I was I was dreading at the end of it. I go, okay, I got one good one in me, and it might take it all out of me at the end of it. <laughs> That's what happens when you're older. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I go, okay, I might have one good one in me. But once I got on it and I went through I mean, it it, it was a rush. You oh, know? It, was it looked like a rush. All that whole zero, being upside down, being up so high, oh, and yeah. I'm going back and forth and just feeling like, you know, I I even had a couple times I lifted my hands and I said, ah, just take me, Calgon, take oh, me away. No. But um, it was really a good ride. Now, I did get scared when I felt my feet start dangling as I had my hands up in the air, upside down. It seemed my legs <laughs> wanted to do the exact same thing. No, no. And I looked at Angie, my niece, and I said, uh-oh. And she goes, uncle? <laughs> so, but no, overall, no. It, and, and really... That one was one of the easiest rides for me to get on than it, any of the other ones. That one was pretty quick, you were able fast, to and just easy. Transfer. Yeah, I was just able to just like slide on. That it, must get be in the there. crazy ones you well, can just I, transfer. I guess that's the whole deal. And we're the ones that aren't scary or so yes. struggle to get on. Well, and then we got on the ride with our ten-year-old, you know, and um, I don't know if she's gonna want to do that one again. She's not gonna drain her brain again. Yeah, she that one, did not that like one it. instantly she regretted. Yeah, you know, yeah. getting on that ride because yeah, she um, did not like it. it she wasn't, wasn't fun a fan. for her. Yeah, she wasn't a fan she, of the when, hanging upside down. When thing. the ride ended, I was there because I had the wheelchair and she was just sobbing. Yeah, just wow. bawling and she just she oh she tried to unbuckle herself so fast <laughs> and get, get out, out, of out of there and said I'm out of here. So let I, me out. I said, well, honey, I guess you. That was her first upside down ride, and so I said, so we're not doing upside down rides again she said no she has no desire I think, did i love upside down rides at that age yeah, i'm pretty sure i did upside down rides yeah you would get on them over and over i could yeah. barely stand to watch you get on them but you loved them but one of the goals for us going out there was um what was it um face conquer, your fears well, face your fears and um we were trying to get Nora because she has this phobia or this fear of rides whether they're in the kitty land no. or they're... Now, that, now you're over exactly. Oh, no, okay, I, we I could ride kitty land Okay, rides. we went on Shipwreck Falls and nothing even happens when you get splashed <laughs> in the face of the water and you held on to me and screamed the whole time. Okay, so maybe that's true. But don't make me seem like I can't ride a kitty land ride. Okay, she could ride a kitty land ride. I could ride, ride like but, teacups. But no, anything off. that isn't for children <laughs> under 24 inches. Yeah, you, you, you can handle anything above it so then. Bad. Yeah. Okay, so Ashley wanted to do this whole face the fear thing with me. And so I'm like, you're crazy. Like, you really think I'm going to get on these big roller coasters? It's not going to happen. They wanted me to get on that brain drain. I would have been, I don't even know, probably passed out. Yeah. No, not a good idea. Yeah, but. Not a fan. It, you know, keep rolling on. Face your fears. Okay, so we're going to keep rolling on to our story. Oh, you want to go Oh, well, no, hold on, hold on. What? We're not ready for the story yet. We have a new thing we're doing. Okay, what are we doing? What's Where we thing? talk about how we keep rolling on in our current situation. So, so okay. we want to talk about our regular life, not just our past life. Okay, all right. So currently, what are we doing that's new, Sergio? Oh, what am I doing that's so, new? So, no, what's your thing that you you're, have to overcome recently or working through? Well, at work, I have a lot of procedures that I need to work on right now. <laughs> no, that remember, I have to overcome re- those. Oh, my gosh. Remember your part? You wanted to talk about your part? Um, your broken part, honey. Your broken part to your chair. Oh! oh you see, it, 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 it 
sometimes they just have to keep coaxing me into that point instead of just saying, hey, talk about your broken wheelchair. That's what I just said. Oh, yeah, that is what just but came you, out of her you mouth. You said broken part. <laughs> He's like, what broken part? Well, you know, so last week you guys probably heard that it was only Nora and Ashley and I hear that they were talking broken. behind my back. Um, <laughs> but what ended up happening, you know, during last week's, or actually last week, what happened with my chair was my axle had broken. And I usually try to keep a lot of spare parts around the house. And I know I had already bought one. I just hadn't never used it. It had been sitting here for about a year. And in that year's time, we can find it. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm wigged out a little bit because I'm sitting there going, my chair, my wheel is about to break from my wheelchair. And um, I'm going to be stranded wherever I go. I mean, and it literally is, I don't do nothing. I mean, I, I could easily crawl around the house and that would be okay, you know, because... but Easily? Because you're home. Well, not probably easily not anymore, easily. but I, I would still do it, you know. But going outside and, you know, got to go to work. How do you do that? Yeah. Hey, here comes Sergio dragging himself in. Mm-hmm. Good, you know, and... But, so, that part actually was... was that scary. whole week started yeah. pretty scary. I, I, mm-hmm. I, was, I was really concerned that um, I was going to have to deal with something that... I even thought I was going to have to take time off of work. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. But you came to the rescue. You found an old axle, not the one that I had bought an that was in there. old axle. And you pulled it out of the closet, and I go, oh, I'll make that work. And it was weird because it was only by chance. It definitely mm-hmm. was a God thing because it was in the weirdest place. And I had looked high and low everywhere. Even Ashley did. The shop, the basement. Like, we looked everywhere. And then by chance, I just peeked in there. And I wasn't even 100% sure if that was the right part. But... Yeah. It happened to work, so. Oh no, it worked. It I took know, a little I face, bit. Of mo- remember, I FaceTimed you from the shop. I know she was FaceTime. She was panicked. Too. I was She's like, like it's, Mom, what's did you this? look here? Did you look here? Did you look? Yeah, we were panicked. But, but that, I didn't even know what that piece was that I found. I don't know, but Dad's face. We both were. It was like really quiet in our house because Sergio's never quiet unless he's really concerned about something, and he had that look of. This is not good. And I was thinking, what are we going to do? Yeah. But lo and behold, the piece came in the mail, yeah, this new part. Well, so I ordered it, you know, and really I figured I paid for overnight shipping. You know how long that thing took to get here? A week. A whole week. Mm-hmm, it, did. it was a custom made part. So as soon as they were done custom making it, they shipped it and overnight. They, yeah. <laughs> they still charged me and had me a trouble. I mean, so that was a very expensive thing that but showed you know up. What? So imagine if you, I bet you if you didn't pay extra shipping, you still wouldn't have it. Oh, at this point, I probably, probably wouldn't. They would or be it would have been landing today or, or tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it really, without that axle being found, because it eventually broke. That next day, I was able to cobble it for a little bit, but then that next day, that's when you found it. Mm-hmm. You know, you were able to pull it through, and I go, okay, I can make that work. Oh, no, it was, I'll put it on when I get back from work because you found it because I didn't have enough time. I had to go to work, and I felt at work all day long. You know, nobody knew that I was messing around with my wheelchair. <laughs> nobody had a clue, but I couldn't leave my office because I knew. Stuck. He's like, I'm staying in my office all day because so, if I break, I'm going to break right here. Oh, well, remember, I got home. It was about 5 o'clock, and um, until bedtime, it was about almost 10, I was working on that wheelchair oh, no, trying to get it going. Oh, you worked a long time. So, like but we got magic. it going. The yeah. part showed up. As soon as that part showed and up. And Sergio is officially continuing to roll on yeah. safely. Yes. So, Ashley, what did you do new this um, week? Share what you're doing. So, I joined a class, Financial Peace University, class by Dave Ramsey, about how to gain financial peace. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I've been working towards for a long time. I 
graduated college five years ago and I've had student loans for five years and I just want to pay them off and so I decided to join this class for help with that and it's honestly so helpful I would recommend it to anyone and I don't know it's just I I guess it's the first time where I felt that I actually can pay off my debt because me saying I want to pay off my student loans is just a thing I've been saying for five years and now Mm -hmm. I feel like I actually have a plan Mm -hmm. of how to accomplish that so if you and it's amazing now what I see on Facebook I think somebody's you know throwing something out like a picture or something but it's it's my daughter out there saying, ah, I don't need this. So she's selling it and it's out of there. So you're... Oh, she's been good. Oh, yeah. she's If she doesn't need it, you're, you're pretty dedicated. Saying, oh, she's, that's got to go. She's made me get rid of my old junk. She's like, you don't need this. What is this shelf sitting here that's empty? I'm like, okay. So then she's okay, like... Okay, there. Hold on. Pause. What? There is a shelf in the living room that the... Or in the laundry room that the only thing it's holding is two fly swatters. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at that the other day, and this I thought, I thought I need to tell my mom to get rid of this it is, fly swatter you know shelf. It is my fly swatter holder, so stop it. Okay, but it's, I'm gonna come home one day, and my daughter's gonna be in here selling all my. Okay, stuff. I wish that my job could be where I just go to people's houses and help them get rid of the stuff they yeah, don't need. But she's starting with me is the thing. She forces me to go through my drawers and purge things. Mom, I haven't seen you wear this in five years. Which is true. It's not I bad. know, but who needs a, a holder for their fly sweaters? And it's a decorative one. It's not It's not some special hook. It's like okay, listen, painted and cute. For those of you who have a fly swatter holder, can you please just send me a shout out? Shoot out some pictures yeah, showing us on, you know, some, some of your shelves that don't really, you know, have a real purpose, but hey, they're they holding cool, that are holding your fly swatters. Hey, don't tell them to send pictures because then I'll say, hey, you could probably sell that. <laughs> Maybe snort. <laughs> bit of money okay all right okay so the point is nora needs to declutter her home and ashley's gonna help yeah get rid of some stuff yeah exactly so that's my journey i'm on getting rid of stuff i also follow the minimalists if you need a new person to follow about getting rid of stuff mm-hmm. they tell you to let go of what you're holding on to <laughs> so anytime i'm talking about things ashley's like does it add value to your life yeah mom? that's what they ask if it doesn't add value to your life get rid of it okay that's because she Okay, okay. last week mom asked me, should I get rid of this bro- <laughs> this broken laundry basket? No, really? And so I said, that is I, so true. I said, wait, just myself. listen. I said, does it add value to your life? And she said, no, it's broken. And I said, okay, well, the minimalists say if it doesn't add value to your life, you must get rid of it. And then she got annoyed with me because I brought up the minimalists. Okay, but listen, when I'm saying broken, it was like the handle was broken. I don't want you guys to think I'm like holding on to like broken in half laundry baskets, okay? They just don't have handles. They just didn't have a handle. And we've probably had them since we've been married. Okay, that's a true story. 20 years ago. Okay, that's a true story. It's probably a 20. Okay, so let's move on. Yeah, people don't want to hear about my. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna maybe one day I'll have my own podcast talking about my own life. Own life. Okay. All right. But we're gonna move on. And so my. If you have stuff you want to buy, I'm selling a lot of clothes. (laughs) Okay. Can we move on? Oh, and shelves. Hey, fly swatters. I know where you can get them. Stop it. We need to move on. Seriously. Okay. So my new thing this week is I have. 
started a new women's group and so today was my first day I'm reading this book for women only and so I'm really I wasn't sure I wanted to do it because of time you know sake and I'm really glad I did so today is my first day and just a bunch of women and we're reading this book just about it's kind of like kind of love and respect and how to respect your spouse and so we just kind of sat around and shared stories and and shared just what we learned from the book and so I'm really excited about that were you able to tell everybody how awesome your husband yeah, is? Yeah, but we'll talk about that later. That's another uh, podcast. So now we need to, to get to our past stories. Oh, yeah. Okay, so last week, if you listened to us, we talked about Nora being a teen mom and how hard that was on her. Um, the week prior to that, we talked about Sergio just getting the phone call, moving back to Colorado after his dad got into a car accident. And mm-hmm. so... Shortly thereafter, you guys meet each other. Where do we want to start? You want to start? Well, why don't we just... Why don't you tell your part? That's fine. Or do you I want can... me to tell my part? It doesn't It doesn't really matter anymore. Okay, you tell your part. Okay. So, basically, right at that point in, in my life, I had just... Um, I was actually still in the middle of a pretty ugly custody battle. And just um, trying to recover from a broken relationship and just ultimately feeling really betrayed and in the middle of this custody battle I was under well, just a lot. Well why did you feel betrayed? Well I felt betrayed because um as I was being drugged to court I was it, trying to be proven to be an unfit mother because I was a young mom That's right. That's right. and so that was really heartbreaking to me because I was not an unfit mother, but yet I had to prove that I could raise um, Ashley at this young of age, and so I felt like I was constantly being watched. And so, so that was used, just kind of yeah. so it was it, just kind of used hard. your age and your mm-hmm. you know where you were at, what they at, they used that to their benefit. To benefit, to to yeah. And, and so and in all of that, you were you were a pretty dang good mom. I yeah. was a good mom, and and so that was what made it even worse, as I was just portrayed to be something that I wasn't. It was almost like I had to prove. That I was, you know, this nobody's a perfect parent, but I had to really watch everything I did and said because yeah. it could have been That's used right. against me. So in the midst of going through this ugly custody battle, I was then still kind of trying to regroup with friends that I had not been engaging with because I was in this relationship and I had had a baby. And so I, w- I had kind of pulled away from some, some long friendships. And so at that point, I was um, just regrouping with, with a really close friend of mine. And um, and not knowing where I was headed, she and I just kind of were just hanging out doing our thing. And this is where, lo and behold, we go to this grocery store of all places and we see this rowdy. King Supers. Yeah, King Supers. So the cool thing, so the cool girls did, just kidding, not the cool girls, but we would just kind of browse the makeup aisle because that what girls were into at that at point. King yeah. Supers, So guys. I'm 15 years old. This. Yeah, King 15. Supers. Well, our, there wasn't a lot of options there, and I'm 15 years old, and that's just kind of what we did. No, we checked right. out, right. you know, the body washes, the makeup, blah, blah, blah. And so then we're there, and she notices this this guy that she had been dating kind of off and on and he was with another guy who was being just kind of loud and obnoxious and a security guard was watching these two and and you can tell and and where we lived we lived in a high crime area at the time and so there was a lot of security in that area and so the security guard was to the point where you can tell he was going to call the cops 
and this agitated um, young man was just kind of just kind of taunting the security guard, saying things like, "Well, I'm not doing anything wrong, so you can kind of call the cops if you want. You're just a rent a cop." And I really didn't want any part of it, but my friend was concerned because she had dated this other guy, and so she was trying to get me to help her coax them out of this grocery store. And it's because they really did know each other, and she was trying to say, hey, "Yeah, she pull, was. Pull out. Yeah." And yeah, so that, cool. that is kind of where I, where we kind of, well, when I, I knew of Sergio, but I didn't know him. And what I did know of him was that he kind of was a loud mouth, a, a troublemaker. He liked to, he liked to just be out partying, really. Yeah. And so, that. so I don't know. So, share what, what were you about? What, what was happening the night before? Well, you see. I had, well, I happened to be in the neighborhood that that you lived in, you know, so I had spent the night at some friend's house and we were out partying that night and I could remember that morning waking up, everybody was passed out or asleep, you know, doing their thing after, you know, long nights worth of doing all kinds of crazy stuff Mm -hmm. that we ended up, I got up and then my buddy, you know, got up and we said, let's go get some fresh air. And we went for a walk. We got up and we were just, we needed some fresh air. We wanted to see the sunlight. And we ended up finding ourselves at the same grocery store that you guys were at. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we were looking at makeup, but you know, <laughs> we were there. I don't know what you yeah. were looking at. You I, can... think, I think we were just trying to find something to drink because we were so dehydrated. And from, stuff. from drinking, yeah, probably. So mm-hmm. And it happened to be that, you know, I was, I was home alone. I mean, my mom and dad had left How me home. How old were you? At that time? 16. 16. Mm-hmm. 16 years old. And my mom and dad had left me home alone with my cousin, which was probably 16, 17 years old, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was older than me, you know, that, you know, they had gone on vacation. They had left and um, they had been gone for about 10 days to two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, Why didn't um, you go with them? Um, I don't know. I always felt like, you know, all the trouble I had gotten into and everything had sort of alienated me, you know. Like you weren't was, worthy of yeah, going. Yeah, like, with them? you know, I wasn't worthy. I know I could have probably went and all of that, but I didn't want to feel because but it would have been more I would have probably felt more obligated. You have to take me because I'm your son. Well, you also probably didn't want to go, right? But, yeah, at that point, I didn't want to go. The way you were. Yes, and really at that point, they probably didn't want me to be there if I didn't want to be there. Sure, because you probably would have made it miserable for them, yeah. You know, 16-year-old, you know, what do you do and all of that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, now that I think about it, I don't, I don't, I never really put two cents into saying, hey, what was I doing at 16 for two weeks at home? Well, I was partying. That's what ended up happening, but at that point, that was sort of normal. You know, and to me, you know, it wasn't like, you know, when I sit down and I think about all the family trips and all of that, mm-hmm. you know, it, I, mine were while they were gone, what I was doing while they were away. Sure. That's what I remembered. But, mm-hmm. you know, one thing led to another. I found myself at the same grocery store that you were at while you were trying to connect with your friend. And I was just trying to quench some dryness in my mouth from a long <laughs> night of drinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then what? That's when you guys meet, which I think we have to, I think we have to go. So, well, and so, yeah, so that is where Sergio and I ultimately were in the same place at the same time. That's where we're in the same place in the same space. So we still haven't made eye contact to say, hey. So we'll continue the story. But what ends up happening at this point is that, um, I, I tell my friend, well, let's go, you know, we just need to leave. And she ends up exchanging my phone number to the guy that she had dated. Well, let, we so, can 
We can talk about that. No, next I know, time. but I'm saying that's where it ends. We part our ways at that point. So then, what we pick up next week then is what happens with the phone call or the phone number. Is there a phone call that's made? Ooh. Oh, sort of wants to try to make this a mystery. No, who so, called who? Oh my goodness. <laughs> what do you mean who called who? Anyways, we're so glad that you guys are listening in, and we're um, as we continue to keep rolling on, and we will share the rest of the story. Well, at least next now week. we got material for next week. Man, that's gonna be an easy one. Oh, whatever. We just finished the story, you know. <laughs> yeah, Man, I planned this out perfect. Oh my god, good gosh. job, Serge. All right, guys. So thank you very much. For listening. Hey, you want to talk to us? You want to tell us about the first time you made eye contact with your significant other? Or, you know, was there ever a phone call that made you have to say, we got to make a connection? Share oh it. Goodness. We want to know about it. So everybody have a good night. And keep, like always, keep rolling on. Keep rolling on.